Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Corey Marcus. And I'm your host, Felicia Marcus. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Pineapples and Palm Trees podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, last week, we were talking about marriage and how some people um, are common law married. And uh, they they don't want to get the piece of paper. Um don't feel it's a necessity and oh uh, yeah is is there a um is there a point where you think that do you think people need the piece of paper um once upon a time yes um mm. because i think it's like the what society forces in your head for the like most of your i mean at least my childhood you gotta grow up you gotta get married you gotta you know, the white picket fence and the family and the house with the kids and the dog and, you know, that whole picture that everybody wants to paint as a child. Um, and I feel like they always made it sound like it wasn't real if there wasn't a piece of paper involved. And so to me, like, I think that also like was a reason I shied away from wanting to get married most okay. of my life is because it was like, you're going to tell me it's not real because there's not a piece of paper involved. Like, well, what do you even mean? Do you think that piece of paper makes people put in more effort though? In the beginning. Because if you don't have the piece of paper, kind of like in your mind, you're already like, well, if this fucking yeah. screws up, well, I have an out. I don't have to. I mean, that's very true. Divorced. I don't have to. Yeah. So you're kind of just waiting on it to screw up. I mean, uh, I completely understand where you come from, yes, because that makes total sense, absolutely, because like you said, you already have an out, like you already have one foot out the door, essentially, but like if you have kids involved, there's still, you actually, even if you're not like bi biological, <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not legally married, if you have kids, like I know in where we're, the state we're from, um, you still have to do like... Um, what is it called? It's like coping kids coping with divorce or whatever. Even mm. like if you're not actually married, if you like split up and have to yeah. go through like custody agreements, you still have to take those classes. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, you're still basically married. Like just cause you didn't have that piece of paper involved. You still live together. You still house together. Your kids still thought you were together, like mom yeah. and dad in a house, you know, that That's type true. of thing. And so like the paper, I feel like in the beginning it makes people try harder, but then afterwards they're, I feel like they get comfortable because of that. Yeah. But to mm. me, that's kind of strange too. Cause it's like, if you want out, you want out. Like I don't feel like yeah. anything stops anybody from wanting that. But like, I d definitely think it makes people think twice where if you didn't, you're like, eh, gotta go. Yeah. Cause I know several people and ran into several people that, uh, they don't want to actually get married by the courts or like have files of it but will say they're married. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, if you're not married, don't say you're married. And being married now and being younger versus what I thought it was and like... When um, we were young, everybody's yeah. relationship on Facebook was Mrs. whoever they were dating. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> everybody was a wifey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had just had this preconceived notion that like, marriage ended your entire life and marriage was like you got married just to 
stick with that one person and not like I'm not talking about like monogamy or anything like that but I'm saying and that's kind of what you sign up for as well yeah yeah but I'm saying like people go into relationships and that's why they don't get they don't want to have the the technical title married or like the piece of paper married because they don't want to feel like they're tied down they don't want to feel like their life is like uh, their life has ended and now they have to share a life with somebody else I mean that kind of makes sense but at the same time if you're living uh, if you're living life like that thinking oh our lives are separate then you're already kind of screwing up in my opinion yeah. and the goal of marriage lives. is not to get divorced we're not encouraging that we're just letting you know it if it's a healthier is, option by all means do it but marriage if, is another step in a relationship yeah it's just I would never like put pursue pursue persuade persuade somebody to get divorced but oh no if it's a healthier option always oh, for sure like for sure. but i always say like don't give up until you've exhausted all efforts so i bring that up to ask men moving like from fiance or even like girlfriend to fiance for you and then fiance to a wife or wife title um whether was there things that you had to change like mindset wise are the things that you had to give up um do you think it was better do you think it was worse um I don't know because I feel like in the very beginning of our relationship I was very much like I wouldn't say advocating for it to be more than what it was but I definitely acted as though it was more than what it was Um, Because we were definitely not on the same wavelengths in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, yeah. And so I I definitely am that person that I feel like I give, what do they say? Don't ever give. um, Yeah, don't give, uh, don't get paid, don't do wife duties at a girlfriend price. Yes. And I definitely feel like I did that. Like, even like obviously with you, I was definitely like, I was making you lunch for work and like, oh, yeah. I was making sure you had lunch at work. But do you think those things are like preparing to become a wife or like, should you invest some time before you do that? This is like some advice for some ladies that are going, I would definitely say invest time before you do that. Just because like looking back, I definitely, I wouldn't say I sold myself short, but I definitely didn't have as much respect for myself back then as I do now. Okay. Um, but I obviously, like, I feel like with us, it's way different because we had had history. So I could, yeah. like, to me, we were also very comfortable with each other. So, like, a lot of my actions and behaviors came with the comfortability of, like, knowing mm-hmm. who you were already and, like, being comfortable sense. with you. Um, But, like, I would definitely say that, like, I would be more reserved. I wouldn't say reserved, but, like taking your plate and things like that, yeah. which I guess if you want to do that, do it, but I wouldn't make it like, don't let him treat you differently. Would if you, you don't, <laughs> would you put that in like the fiance category? Um, probably. Yeah. Because at that point you really are preparing to be a wife. Like you need to like change a lot of, I wouldn't say change a lot of your behaviors, but you're no Ooh. longer like talk about that. You're no longer. Some people like, think like your boyfriend, girlfriend, your fiance's, and then you go into the marriage stage and everything, you have to stay the same. And you think they're the same person. Um, and you think you can bring the same person to each stage of the relationship. 
Um, uh, yeah, you can't. And I definitely like? think, <laughs> I think for you, you have more of an example than me just because like there was a time and point where I literally had to tell you to, you couldn't treat me like a friend anymore because I was more mm. than that. And that was yeah. a hard one for you to like realize because we had been friends at the length, I'd say the length, but like the way we had been friends for so yeah. long that that was like comfortable for you. And so you were very comfortable sure. with, oh, this is my best friend. That's I would do anything more than for a best you friend. And, and take a bullet for you. Yeah. But 100%. my behaviors definitely weren't like boyfriend material. Yeah. They were more like, this is still my friend. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was your ride friend. or die bestie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and, uh, yeah. I had to go to therapy for that. We had to go to therapy. Oh, and sure. uh, that was kind of like the choice you gave me at the time. Um, yeah, because I had already made those changes and like I had already looked at you differently. I'd already treated you differently. And so. And I didn't understand that. Yeah. I I completely didn't understand whenever you would tell me like these things are like what I need to do. And I was like, wow, we're doing great. We're, we get along. We, we do everything together. And then uh, when we went to therapy and the lady was sitting there talking to us and she was like, well, you're not showing up as this. I said, oh, well. It makes sense coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't make sense coming out of mine because you know I, was, um, I didn't get paid for it. So I had to I had to reevaluate a lot of like the things I was saying, the way the way I was moving, the things I was doing, uh, a lot of my behaviors because they were just friend behaviors. And then I had to move into the boyfriend role, um, but I already knew I wanted to be a husband. But I didn't and know how we to be. already engaged at that yeah. point. I didn't know how to be a husband. I didn't know how to be a fiance. I just knew how to be a nice, loyal person. And that's about it. <laughs> and that's what people, that's what a lot of people misconstrued about relationships and like marriage and stuff is they think they, they just uh, can come mm-hmm. in and just like, oh, we're good. We love each other. Um, we know each other. And this is what it is. We're going to get married. And then like people don't know how to talk. We definitely didn't know how to talk for a Fuck. long time. That shit was eye-opening and... A lot of years. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of years. And it it took work on both ends. Like, it's... Um, and it's not to say that we don't, like, necessarily fall back into those bad habits every once in a while now. Yeah. But they're way less way, frequent. Way, 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 way less. <laughs> like, way less And we know how to manage frequent. it when those feelings and, like, those behaviors want to come out. And it's like... I have the skills to to not do this at the moment and we can choose something better and figure this out. Uh but before whenever you're dating or whenever you're you're still in that like groove of growing cuz you're always growing. But whenever you're in the first move of growing that shit's hard. And yeah. especially like when you have to look at yourself and be like I have to make the changes. And then a lot of people whenever they don't want to make the changes they're like you make the changes or I'm gone. And it's like, wait a minute, goddamn it. <laughs> yeah. We both signed up for this like uh it's like playing a game. You can compare it to any game that has uh two different sides. Um if one side shows up and is playing the game and the other one doesn't, well one sided. It's kind of boring one and nobody's really gonna want to watch that or stick around. Probably not even the other team. No. <laughs> so People are gonna get tired of playing, and the game's gonna be over. Like your turn, your turn, your turn, yeah. your turn. And he said, "I'm I'm still up here trying to do this, and what are you doing over there drinking water? You don't you don't even care about what's going on over here." 
and eventually the game fizzles out and you're done. So if you want to constantly play the game, you got to constantly be in the game, but don't be so much in the game um, that you're not paying attention to the game. Well, that much you forget who you are outside of the game. Shoot, dog. Some bars. Don't be so much in the game that you forget the game. And what'd you say? You said that you forget the game, but I said um, that you don't forget who you are outside of the game. That you don't forget who you are outside the game. Hot diggity dog. You show up to that game and you play your heart out. Um, But every once in a while, you got to use the bathroom. You got to go eat. You got to take a nap. It's just like with the basketball game, like you play up in, or with the football game, like NFL players, they're, they show up every Sunday and they are mm. very much in the game and all that. But like outside, that's why a lot of them like quit and all that because they lose themselves in the game. They become football and, and not. Yeah. They're no longer them. The person who plays football. Exactly. Ooh. And then that's so like good. you become. you using sports references. You become shit. like the husband, but you don't forget. You don't. You're no longer the person that became that husband. Become Mr. Married, Mr. Married Man yeah. instead of the husband. And nobody wants to be Mr. Married Man. You don't want to be Mr. Married. If you're Mr. Married, uh, you're upset. You're, you don't know how to, to talk to your wife. You seem like she's always yelling at you, nagging at you. Um, and and you, you just you do things that get you smart off at the mouth every chance you get. Um, nothing's positive. You're just being Mr. Married. Um, you want to transfer into that husband mode. And, and learn her love language and talk to her the way she wants to be talked to and love her the way she wants to be loved. And women thrive. Women fucking thrive whenever you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Up talk, um, mm. uplift, Up, uplift them. I think. <sighs> Boy, I tell you what, women rule the world. And we're, uh, as cliche as it sounds, happy yeah. wife, happy life. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I think that's so cliche I, that I, I hate love, when people use that. I love phrase. that saying. However, it's so not true. Though. Everybody, men, women, you got to realize your man's in the relationship too. Exactly. That's why I say like, I know it's not true. I just think it's so funny when people say it because yeah. it's like, that's so unrealistic. People and will people, press it on you But too. people live by that. Like oh, we, yeah. unfortunately, somebody <laughs> said that at work the other day and mm-hmm. it was just like, you really feel that way? Like, that's unfortunate that Men you feel that way. Men will press everything like, down that they possibly have to make sure the wife is happy. And that's why your dumbass goes out and cheats. That's why your dumbass is at the bar. That's why you're working long hours. That's why your knuckles hurt. That's why your back hurts. That's why she only cooks your meals and don't want to look at you when you're having sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's really I mean, funny. it's very true because you just, you're in it to please her. And uh, once you do that for so long, I'm not saying women in general, but the mind, the human mind, they we start to expect that shit and uh whenever it doesn't happen people get a preconceived notion that things are changing yeah so and people don't like that but yes whenever you're in a relationship boyfriend girlfriend fiance married men you are a part of the relationship it is your feelings that matter too oh cool you sound like a bitch oh cool you're upset tell your lady who else you gonna tell the other lady why you shouldn't be pillow talk on nobody exactly then you might as well make that your lady and then you're going to feel like a bitch because you're talking to her because she's your lady. You can go talk to the next bitch. It's a bad cycle. It's a terrible cycle. <laughs> Men, it's a bad cycle. Um, but I want to move into a part of our podcast, and it's called What Would You Rather Be? And uh, I want to ask you this. 
what would you rather be, a pineapple or a palm tree? Okay. So I'm going to go with a pineapple. Um, and why? For a lot of reasons. If you look at a pineapple, on the inside, the core is very hard. Mm. And so it's very, like, I always, one thing I hate about people most is when they don't have a backbone. So, like, you can't stand up for yourself. So pineapple can stand up for itself. If you don't stand up for something, you're going to fall for anything. Exactly. So, like, a pineapple can stand up for itself. So it's got a strong core. It has the pokey outside, so it's got, like, its defense mechanism already. And then the soft inside, because, you know, it's soft and juicy. It's <laughs> weird as that sounds. Ooh, <laughs> it's, like, soft juicy. and juicy and, like, you know, got some body to it. Yeah. And then the crown, because isn't that what the top of a pineapple is mm-hmm. called, is the crown? Yeah. So, like, they always have a crown standing tall. So Where it's your like, crown high exactly. crown. Don't let nobody take it away. And so I would definitely always choose to be a pineapple because I feel like there's a lot more to a pineapple than what people just think when they look at it. There is. And a pineapple, uh, I want to say it takes like seven years to grow. Yeah, exactly. Um, like to me, I feel like that's a, a true definition of like when you're trying to like learn yourself as an adult, it doesn't happen overnight. Look at you talking heavy. It definitely like it takes a long Talk time. <laughs> it takes a long, long time. So it's like that's even more reason to like choose a pineapple because like granted a tree can just sprout up, but that's literally the only way it can go is like up. Mm. Did you know it takes a palm tree uh, like three years or so to become like an actual big old tree? Oh, see, that's not a long time. Not as long as a pineapple. No, for sure. Your taste buds change in the amount of time a pineapple takes to grow. So very true. Very true. (laughs) Your taste buds can change in life. So very true. Yeah. It takes a long time to grow. Um, and that's another reason why we named this pineapples and palm trees, uh, because it takes so long to grow that people give up on it and they, they stay the same. And whenever somebody, uh, betters themselves or grows, um, they're mad and upset because they didn't stay the same. And then they can't understand why they don't understand them anymore because they talk different they do different things. They make more money or whatever the case may be. And people are still doing the same thing they were five years ago and they want different results. Can't, can't expect them. What is that? The definition of insanity, insanity, doing the same thing. And that's what people do in relationships. Y'all be dating for five or six years, still doing the same thing. Y'all still going to the same busted old restaurant. Y'all still going to the same old, the spot. It's okay to have that, you know, that one spot. Yeah. (laughs) Going to Applebee's because the song told you to. Y'all be fucking doing that rusty and dusty shit. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Switch it up. Go to an if you have a spot and you do it every year, cool. If you have a spot and you do it every weekend, cool. Even if it is Applebee's, I ain't hate Yeah. If you have your spot, man, you could do better. Cool. But if you if you're not elevating your game every year, if you're not doing something different every year, I mean, where are you really going? I'm trying to go to those restaurants that people look at you crazy when you're not dressed nice. Crazy. What are they doing here? Exactly. Sheesh, mamish. I'm trying to be like, well, I got to get ready to go to that restaurant. Speaking of which, uh, get a little off topic here. We went to a restaurant. uh, What was it called in, um, I want to say Branson. Uh, We were with the kids. Oh, no. That was when you guys came to see Um, me on one of the work trips. Springfield? Oh, yes. We were in Springfield. 
Oh, uh, and it was like looked fancy. As yeah. It was so oh, fancy. I can't remember the name like, of it, but shout like, out to BJ's, them. FB's, F- F- FB's, FB's, Steakhouse, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It looked super fancy. <laughs> super fancy. And so fancy. The menu was popping. Uh, prices were on right. Prices uh, were actually really cheap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Prices were we right. Were shook. <laughs> um, By the outside, like you definitely thought you were dropping some money going there. Yeah, and it was like even when you walk in, older folks like yeah. dress nice going in. You're like, hmm, shit. Should we should bring our three kids in here? Exactly. And then we go in, and uh, we got treated very, very well. Oh man, that was like one of the craziest <laughs> experiences of my entire we existence. We got treated very well. Like somebody um, like gave the waitress money to put on her tab. Like that's never happened. That was like, crazy. And definitely, I would definitely say the more, more so because like. The people that put money on our tab was like crazy to me because they were very much older, like much, oh, yeah. much older. And For sure. not to be like stereotypical, but we do get looked down on a lot yeah. in public um, as being a interracial relationship, interracial you couple. Know? And we have kids interracially and all that. So like w- the older generation's not as accepting to it. And so like... Facts for this table like they just kept going on and on about how beautiful our family was and all this other stuff and then like to give the waitress money to like put towards our bill it was like crazy yeah when she came over and said that it was like what yeah <laughs> and like it wasn't even expensive Damn. so it was like <laughs> appreciate you they, they did, like yeah, yeah it's definitely wild like not gonna complain because yeah that was pretty cool it was a cool experience yeah if you could go back and tell your, let's see, 15-year-old self, if you could give your 15-year-old self some advice, what would you tell 15-year-old you today? Oh, man, a lot. Because I vividly remember 15, and yeah. like that's when I feel like I started definitely making one of the biggest changes in my life okay um not for the better all right um it was just when (laughs) when people start to experiment in life and things of that nature started around that time and like i didn't i didn't have a lot of respect for myself and not to say that i was out there doing crazy things i wasn't doing crazy things but i just to me i was still too young to be doing anything freaking kissing i didn't shouldn't have been kissing anybody granted 15 nowadays everybody's having kids at that age but like you shouldn't be (laughs) like you really should not be so what's that one piece of advice that you'd tell yourself (sighs) looking back right now boys don't matter like they genuinely don't matter we really don't and like i don't mean it rudely but like i was so like wrapped up in the whole like Oh, I got to find the high school sweetheart. Yeah. You know, the whole cliche Which thing. Which was me. <laughs> Listen, you were there the whole time. But it's Which just, was me. It's just wild that, like, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, like, not going away to college because of choosing, like, a relationship was one of the dumbest decisions I've ever made in my entire existence as a human. Granted, I was a little older than 15. But it's still, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be where I am today if I was, I was my just life would have changed ask, and all of that. I was just about to ask, would you, do you think you would be as fulfilled as you feel today if you would have finished uh, your college bound uh, 
That's a tough one. Your college bound? That was terrible. If you fin- if you finish like your college education, do you think? That's a really tough one because in a- in certain aspects, yes. Okay. And in the other aspects, no. Okay. Because one, I would have experienced like living for me, if that makes sense. Yep. Like going to the parties, things like granted, I went to a few parties after high school. I didn't do a lot because of the relationship I was in at the time. And so I definitely feel like I wouldn't feel like I missed out on that part of my life like I currently do. Mm-hmm. And so that's a struggle for me is just knowing that like I never experienced that life that everybody gets to experience, quote unquote. So I got to go to, I went to community college uh, first. But you still were away from home. Yeah, like. yeah. And, uh, you know, got to meet a lot of new people. And I went to those parties uh granted it was a smaller college um but it was mainly like i only went to a couple but it was mainly like athletes um and if you weren't an athlete which i wasn't an athlete in college um you didn't fit in and people noticed like who you were because you weren't that's a part of, their... of the small town you were in because uh, i went to yeah. like places at osu like back home and uh, yeah it's... that's that was, it was intense. That'd have been dangerous. I, <laughs> it was insane. I couldn't. I couldn't. Ha- I couldn't do that. Yeah, I don't know how. Pe- I genuinely don't know how people are successful in college, living that lifestyle every day. I don't get it. Maybe I couldn't have been, and maybe I that's why I didn't it. go. <laughs> yeah, I'll say towards my end of my college run, though, drinking became out of control. But again, that was fall back into a relationship problem because uh, I was trying to change myself and change. Um, what I, who I was, um, for everything else. And, oh, let me, let me go ahead and clarify for y'all. Changing yourself is totally different than growing. When you grow, you become a better you. When you change yourself, you become a different person. So you, you can't compare the two. There's no, uh, gray space. It's either you change and don't like who you are, or you grow into a better you. Right? Yeah, definitely. like you can't like a. Uh, I would say definitely like when you're growing, you're making that choice. Whenever you're changing, it's typically typically mm-hmm. because somebody suggested it, somebody told you you needed to, it was referred to you, that type of thing. When you're growing, you're you're making that choice. You're doing that work yourself. Yeah, Take, and it's not somebody like telling you to do it. Maybe somebody suggested that you need to work on that area, but like you're not changing for them. Where with like changing your. And then, and especially in the situation you like the example you're giving, mm-hmm. you were trying to change to please somebody else. So communication is huge. Yeah. Huge. Because if, if you don't know how to clearly communicate, then things get misconstrued, but also like a part of communicating is listening to understand and not just listening, to listening. Or waiting for them to be done so you can say with your piece. Um, and that took a lot of time to understand. To like, well, this is how I... And, oh, and how pe- how you feel is not uh, a reflection on what the other person's meaning to do to you. Like, yeah. if I feel some type of way for something you did, it's not necessarily that you meant to make me feel that way. It's not necessarily meant that you were intentional about it. Um but something about that triggered something inside me to make me feel that way. Yeah. And I would definitely say that you also 
I'm trying to think how to say like you you can't just assume that you know because of somebody's past like oh they responded this way previously Mm. they're going to do it this time you have to give them the chance to do it yeah and then you'd be like well we talked about this last time you still did it this time blah 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 but you have to give them the chance before you can just assume that that's going to happen and then try to avoid it because you're like well this is going to happen if I do this well how do you know that's true that's true because like way back in the day when we used to have like you know in the beginning of our relationship when I had terrible trust issues yeah (laughs) anytime like you'd be like well you never give me the chance and it's like well I do give you the chance you just don't take it because you're afraid of how I'm going to behave yeah and, and that was that always the thing was like, like you were always telling me you never give me the chance and I'm like no I do you ooh. just don't take it because you're so afraid that I'm going to continue to behave the way that I used to that and like I had to learn to trust myself as well because yeah. like I I couldn't I, I could be I could trust somebody to trust me but I couldn't trust myself and that wasn't like a a trust of What do you say? Like, uh, it's just, I knew I just, I couldn't trust myself because it was just, I can't think of the words. Um, but yeah. And I think that's a lot of men. Like we, we don't, so I'll say a lot of men, some men, <laughs> Um, yeah like if you (laughs) if you uh if your wife gives you the reins or your girlfriend gives you a little bit of slack in your rope and lets you go out and uh in your heart of hearts you're like yeah she trusts me so i but like if you don't trust yourself you know that feeling whenever you're like oh yeah she's giving me a little bit too much trust so i can try to be loose with it and try to push the boundaries that that's what i'm talking about uh you you'd see how like you did no I'm saying like that's why I didn't because like I knew like myself I'd be like I'd try to test the boundaries and that's not a good thing if you want a fucking long-standing healthy fucking relationship and uh I definitely wanted that with you but I knew that was something like from past relationships like great you trust me now I'm gonna see how far you're going to let me push my trust um but that was before communication, learning how to set boundaries, learning what boundaries were. And that goes back to our therapy when we went to therapy. And the lady was like, um, and she was like, well, I don't even know how she worded it. But she was said, um, we said, don't do something you wouldn't want the other person to do. Well, fuck, come to find out there was things that you didn't want me to do that I didn't know. And there's things I didn't want you to do that you didn't know. Um, yeah. So while you think you're on the same page, like. You gotta clarify. Even if you're nervous, even if you're scared. You gotta clarify. Cause if you don't, like, you're just gonna be hung out to dry. Um so yeah. Very true. Yeah, definitely the saying was don't ever do anything that you wouldn't want the other person to do. That was the saying. And that was I remember when you told her that, and she was like, well, what does that mean? And you were like, well, like, it's kind of self-explanatory. We both kind of yeah. looked at each other and were like, it's kind of self-explanatory, isn't it? And she was like, no. 
She was like, because then she asked her exact words were, well, what's your definition of cheating? And we had two entirely different definitions two. of cheating. Oh, and she man. was like, and there's, there's the breakdown. Yeah. She was like, because when you think that cheating is this and he thinks cheating is this, that was the example she used. She was like, you're not on the same page. Yeah. Cause you could be out there and. Cause I think yours was like full on like physical. Yeah. At the time, yeah. it was like physical touch, and I was like, "Yo, if you're deleting a text message, you don't want me to see. Yeah, like, you're already like, going oh, too far." And oh. you're like, "Whoa, yeah. <laughs> like what?" And like, you always read it, but like, you don't know. I don't want to say you don't know, but some things that are you may not view as inappropriate, your partner may, and uh, how they feel. That's definitely a situation we ran into. Yeah, and how they feel is how they feel, and you can't fucking tell them not to fucking feel that way. And you can't tell them that your behavior didn't cause it because it did. Um, and now you have to figure out a way of like, you have to talk of like, okay, well, what was it? How can I fix it? And then you have to make the active steps to fix it. Cause if you don't make the active, active steps to fix it, sheesh, mamish, um, you're just going to fucking try to do it again. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause I mean, if you're, if you're doing it, if you're getting away with it, you're you're gonna just keep pushing and pushing and until you just can't anymore, you know. So true, um, but yeah, we appreciate y'all listening in. Uh, tune in next week for another episode of Pineapples and Palm Trees podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about what are we gonna be talking about next week? Oh man. Um, maybe like how childhood traumas can affect Ooh, relationships. Your childhood trauma without knowing. Your relationship. I would say knowing and without knowing, because mm. some people know that they have issues; they just don't care. To, and don't it care starts to do young. About them. Yeah, and it starts young. That's why some people be out there being promiscuous at twelve, thirteen. Because sheesh, <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying. So tune in next week to another episode of Pineapples and Palm Trees Podcast. We're going to talk to you about how childhood traumas affect your relationships. And hopefully you get to thinking on, damn, what happened growing up that has affected me now in my relationship? What don't I like about it? And how the fuck can I change it? Yeah. Change your mind. Change your life. Grow together. Love each other. I'm Corey Marcus. I'm Felicia Marcus. And don't forget to wear your crown high. Hey, like, subscribe. All that good stuff, and we'll see you next week.